0: Hashtag SAFMBTH. Let's quickly speak to Professor Tebe Midupe, who is a astrophysics professor at the Northwest University. So history has been made as India's Chandrayan. Shandra- Three spacecraft has become the first ever to land on the moon's South Pole and just the fourth country to ever get there, joining the US, the Soviet Union and China. To explain what this historic moment means, Professor Tebe now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So just quick clarity here. Does it mean that it has now landed on the South Pole, meaning that it is the first time that any country has managed to accomplish this, while the other three countries have landed on the North Side of the moon.
1: Yeah, uh, th- that is correct. Uh, good afternoon uh, to all the listeners and to you. Yes, indeed, uh, it's a historic mission in the sense that uh, now India will be able to quantify uh, to some extent the amount of water that is there because really the main issue here is is whether uh, the moon contains enough water, of course, in a form of ice because the surface can be very cold. Uh, and and there's very little atmosphere to hold uh, uh, liquid water, so so the, the water is um, whether the amount of water on the moon, especially in the, in the poles, especially south poles, uh, is enough for for sustained uh, exploration or visit by human beings to the moon, and also of course water can be turned into rocket fuel, and so. Anyone who wants to visit the moon, any nation that wants to visit the moon, wants to be able to get uh, refuel their uh, their spacecraft as well as to have enough drinking water for for the astronauts who are visiting there. So this is quite historic, and that really means that uh, India is now firmly confirmed as a a space-faring nation.
0: Yeah, it it is it it is quite a massive one, and President Cyril Ramaphosa also making reference to it um, earlier on today during the opening remarks of the BRICS summit. But now going forward, how exactly would the spacecraft be able to collect all of that data as well as the evidence of water?
1: Yeah, so so the spacecraft has a robot inside it, and that robot is able to analyze and identify minerals and 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 all chemical compositions of various things on the surface of the moon. So one imagines that uh, the spacecraft, I mean, the robot will come out of the spacecraft and then wander around and collect samples and analyze and identify the chemical compositions and therefore uh, establish whether there is really... Because ice can be in a form of dry ice, the stuff that we use to extinguish fire, which is not drinkable, uh, uh, but and also it can be uh, proper water ice, which is drinkable and which, which is really... Uh, useful for human consumption and for human exploration of the moon.
0: Would with that robot be bringing the samples back to Earth, or are they able to do the test while it is still on the moon?
1: Uh, I think, from my understanding, they are able to do the test while it's in the moon, on the moon, and it will send the the, the results uh, to uh, back to Earth essentially, uh, um, uh, without having to bring the whole spacecraft back. And and it's expected that the the craft will stay on the moon or, or remain useful on the moon for the next few weeks, maybe three or so weeks. And then, in terms of the IP,
0: um, the intellectual property that got the Indian scientist um, to get to the Chandrayaan 3, because there were other attempts as well. What happens to that IP? Because um, Russia also made a similar attempt, um, but their spacecraft crashed, I think, about two weeks ago, leaving only India to continue with this exploration, and now it has landed.
1: Yeah, that, that's a very good question, and I'm afraid I'm not sure whether I know the answer to that. But I, I can imagine that uh, these are secrets that countries keep to themselves because they give them a competitive advantage in terms of exploration. But I think traveling into space has become, uh, I mean, it's still a very expensive business. It's still a very difficult business to do. But uh, but I think, uh, I mean, most uh, nations with the, with the funding and with it, technological know-how, they're able to send things into space.
0: Any any attempts from South Africa?
1: Well, uh, South Africa, I want listeners to know that South Africa, although we don't have currently the means of launching things into space, we do have a space program in South Africa, and we build satellites. So uh, I think uh, some listeners might uh, be aware of some of the 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 satellites that we have launched, uh, that we have launched with the help of other nations in the past, so we definitely know how to build satellites by our by SANSA, the South African uh, uh, Space Agency, and uh, and uh, I think it's a matter of time before we either work together with other nations that have the experience and the ability to launch. Or we maybe in the future, if we have the means, if we have the funding, we could even do our own launching of uh, of things into space. But of course, the thing that we, sh- we need to know is that things uh, never on Earth are not will not last forever. There will be a time when the resources we need are depleted, completely depleted on Earth, and it it will be wise then to be able to go into space, to be able to get uh, those resources, or to live in space altogether if the Earth earth becomes uninhabitable in in the very, very long uh, distant future.
0: Sure. Thank you so much. Can you imagine people on the moon living on the moon here? Oh, running after you. each other. Absolutely. And, 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 and,
1: Humanity and on you? the moon. And, absolutely. And and don't you, I mean, who wouldn't want to be the, the Adam or the Eve uh, on the moon, the first human being there <laughs> or, or in Mars, right? <laughs> Prof, thank Adam you so much for your time. <laughs>
0: Professor Tebe uh, Midupede, astrophysics professor at the University of the Northwest. (laughs) It is time for the news headlines. Sorry, time for the news, rather.